6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. This is the first full day of campaigning in the federal election campaign. Five weeks from today, you go to the polls and deciding who will govern this country. Five weeks and counting. That's it. That's how short this campaign is going to be. Uh, The biggest issue so far that Global News has been covering extensively today is what's going on in Afghanistan and the accountability aspects of that regarding uh, what the government of Canada has and has not done for Afghanis who were helping Canadian troops over the last two decades or so in Afghanistan, helping as interpreters, as cleaners, as construction workers, as guides, you name it. Afghani people were doing that. And the accountability aspect of the Canadian government not getting a significant number of those people out of the country to safety now that the Taliban's taking over, that has been one big issue that's been front and center on the election campaign today. Another thing that we'd like to go to as part of the news coverage leading up to election day is polls and polling. How accurate are polls though and what do polls really tell you and how do political parties use polling compared to news organizations? We're going to dig into all of this with Mario Kansenko this afternoon and Mario of course is president of Research Co and Mario thank you for being here. My pleasure, Ted. Great to be here. Good to chat with you again. Good to chat with you. And off the top, Mario, the polls that you and other companies do, how accurate are they? Because some people call them into question. Well, I think there's been a couple of instances where the misses have been impossible to not uh, be detectable. Uh, We can go back to the 2012 election in Alberta, the 2013 election in D.C., uh, there's been a couple of elections in the U.K. where the margin of error wasn't met by the polls that were published at the end of the campaign. Uh, and it's definitely problematic. Uh, there's other examples that haven't been wrong. You know, we can go back to the national vote in 2016 in the United States and 2020, and the large majority of the surveys actually predicted what happened when it came to the natural, sorry, to the national vote. Um, but you know, the fact that Donald Trump got elected got a lot of people saying that the polls were wrong. When in reality, they really weren't wrong. It was just that you cannot use a national poll to figure out how the electoral college is going to go. So I think the record is good, uh, notwithstanding some of those blemishes that will always be there. Yeah, and, and, and I guess what is it that can affect a poll's accuracy? Is, is it, you know, not, not talking to enough people in different places, or how does that work? Well, I think there's a couple of factors uh, that really uh, play a role in the validity of the survey. Uh, one of them is to actually poll people as close to Election Day as possible. I think one of the things that happened in 2012 in Alberta is that a lot of people were conducting their surveys before the weekend. And we had a very important weekend in that campaign. We had a couple of candidates uh, for the Wild Rose Party that made a couple of things, made a couple of yeah. statements that made people uneasy. And if somebody changes their mind on the government or the upcoming premier on that weekend and you talk to them on Friday, there's no way to get that change. Uh, the other one is also making sure that you're talking to real voters. I think part of the problem now with online data collection is that a lot of people just take the surveys for fun. But if you don't ask them questions about whether they're going to vote, whether they voted in the past, how they feel about this campaign, maybe they're just doing it for fun and are not actually voters. So the biggest challenge is really 
figuring out who is taking a survey and is actually going to go out and vote and who is just doing this for fun. Okay, okay. We're talking with Mario Consego this afternoon, president of Research Co., about polls and polling data on this, of course, the first full day of campaigning in the federal election. And, and Mario, um, when it comes to political parties, they use polls for a different reason, right? Completely different reason. Uh, what we do when it comes to media is you tend to take a look at the national numbers to a lesser extent some of the regional breakdowns, but it, there's, it's impossible to take a survey of a thousand Canadians and to turn it into something that is going to predict how you're doing in a specific riding. Political parties spend a lot of money on riding level polls uh, because they need to know which doors to knock on, how this, which messages are going to resonate with those people. So they would take 400 or 500 people in a specific constituency and poll them usually once every three or four days to try to make sense of how the campaign is going, if they know who the candidate is, if they're reacting better. You know, this is as basic as maybe looking into the standing of the leader of the party in your writing. If most people like your candidate but don't like the leader, then you know you knock on those doors and talk about yourself. If it's the other way around, you say, I'm with the leader that you like. So this is where they spend their money. Yeah, yeah, strategic for sure. Okay, so you, you brought up my next question. So uh, let's get into some details about some polling information that you've been doing recently. And the federal leaders, where do they sit in the polls right now? <laughs> Well, right now it's a it's quite a fascinating uh, moment to be looking into this election because uh, one of the challenges, and this is true also uh, for the actual prediction of the survey, is we can't really see the same strength of the conservative base that we did in the last election. Really, uh, we have a higher number of uh, well, we we certainly have a, a higher number of conservatives who are happy with Erin O'Toole as leader and who are critical of Justin Trudeau and Jagmeet Singh, but it's not at the same level that we're used to seeing. So right now the biggest challenge is going to be figuring out a way for the conservative base to connect with Erin O'Toole. Uh, his numbers at the national level are roughly a third of Canadians say that they're happy with the way he has been performing. That's what campaigns are for, so maybe these numbers will change in the next two or three weeks. Um, but we don't see the same level of emotion. I think we were heading into an election back in 2019 when the possibility of a change in government was there. And in fact, Andrew Scheer's conservatives get more votes than Justin Trudeau's liberals. We just don't see that intensity right now when it comes to Erin O'Toole. Okay. And when it comes to the parties themselves, uh, which party is sitting where right now? Well, what we see at this stage is the Liberals with a clear advantage over the Conservatives, the NDP doing a little bit better in, in Ontario to a lesser extent in BC. But the biggest story right now of the early stages of the campaign, and this has been true for the past couple of months, is uh, the drop in support for the Bloc Québécois. We had a situation in 2019 where we had more people voting for the Bloc. They were getting very close to matching the level of support that the Liberals had at the end of that election. And right now they are 10 or 15 points behind. So losing that level of support for the Bloc usually represents a bigger chunk of the voting public in Quebec going to the Liberal Party. So they need 15 seats for a majority. They can get maybe 8 or 10 in Quebec and maybe five or six in British Columbia, and that's Justin Trudeau's majority. And that'll make it interesting five weeks from today. Good stuff, Mario. Always great to chat with you. Thank you. My pleasure, Pat. Anytime. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good evening. That's Mario Consenco, the president of, of Research Co. Talking about polls, polling data, how polls are conducted, uh, how political parties use polls and compared to the polls that are done for, the, for news outlets and that type of thing. Do you follow political polling? Does it influence you? And how important are polls 
to you when it comes to casting your vote on election day.